Hey, listen up. We got another episode of Wise Cracks. Featuring the crack man himself, Bill Krakenberger. And our co-host, John Orlando. Straight from Las Vegas. Wise Cracks is your ticket inside the world of sports betting. With tips, picks, special guests, and more. Only on WSN.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Wise Cracks. This is episode 111, they tell me. I, I love I love putting numbers to it. Bill Krakenberger, who's on the East Coast. Where are you? This looks like a different setup than normal. Where are you? Uh, Foxwoods. I'm in uh, oh. Connecticut, terrorizing bookmakers. <laughs> Foxwoods I'm going is- back and forth between DraftKings, as you could see here. This is just literally just the last... 48 hours oh my 48 god hours. like what's and, the uh, uh, if you had to ballpark the dollar amount of all of those tickets is what uh well i came over fifty thousand, and i have a lowly five thousand. i got maybe another three thousand in my pocket so and bill yeah, when you place all those bets there is absolutely zero stress involved stress is getting down on making sure i get the right number on things like uh, there's so many different things that I bet at these sports books, um, unique things that are unique to that particular sports book. So uh, I just want to get them in before they move because, uh, you know, I, I know what happens and I know they have severely uh, cut the limits here, believe it or not, even though I have bet a lot of things. They severely have cut the limits on certain types of wagers like proposition bets, individual player props for the games. Uh, they, they've cut the limits on them. I tried to bet a first half, that game that was only limited to this particular book today, uh, NFL bet, just to give you an example. There was a 23 on a first half total. No one else had the 23. So I went up to the counter, and it was under 23 minus 20. I asked for 2400 to win 2000 and they said 500 bucks. So I, I, I bet it. So I don't know what's going on. There's a little bit of an industry change going on at certain sports books where the upper management are literally, let, let me be blunt. I think they're scaring the traders. I think they're, they're actually scaring the traders in the risk departments and they almost can't do their job because some of the guys up top may have been like, you know, don't do that. You guys are doing, we're losing this. We're losing money on this and not just taking bets and, and, and getting the volume and moving off the bets. I'm not exactly sure. I don't want to put words in someone's mouth, but there's a big difference from this season to last season, this time of the year. That's all I'll say. Wow. Yeah, that's wild. So there's so the sweat is more on getting the actual bets in and getting the right line. And it's not the, you know, you don't even you don't sweat the the oh it could lose or I might go and this could No. You, know, you don't care about it. No, any never. Of that. Never. Never. I yeah, love that. no, no, never. Savage. No, I'm good, I, and I have access to more money too. I, I, I thought I didn't know I was going to bet that much. Here, I'm talking about them severely limiting me. I didn't know there was going to be this many opportunities here. Um, I, I have access to more money too that I'm going to be probably getting into today. I have a credit line here, so I'm going to probably be messing around, and uh, I'll have a lot more bets by the time I leave here. Isn't that weird that they'll limit you and give you a credit line? <laughs> It seems like <laughs> well, really you're not supposed to use your credit line in the casino, but I'm also a video poker player, unfortunately, because I'm down money this year playing it. Uh, so I'll play video poker and I'll have some extra money to bet with. And uh, it doesn't matter. I always pay them back anyway. And they have 30 or 45 days, depending on how much money you take. Uh, Is there interest anyway, on that when you, when you no, have the No, 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 no. It's, it's choose free loans. As a matter of fact, a lot of people will use their credit lines for Christmas time. Uh, you'll see they'll take uh, you know their credit line out and only gamble with a small portion of it and not play up to their line. And uh, that's always something that happens in a lot of casinos. I mean, I don't have to do that, but I know people do that. I, I know people in the industry that say, wow, they'll come here for 45 days and take you know, 50000 you know, pay us back, but they have a juice-free loan for a month and a half. So let me ask you this. Sometimes when you win money, like if you win a few grand playing blackjack uh, and you go to the cage... Like some, I've given them like 2,500 in chips before at the cage. And sometimes the lady will say, do you have any markers? And I always say, no, because I've never had casino credit. If I did have markers, would I be obligated to pay them off right there on yes. the spot? You yes. would be. Yes. Yeah. And but it, to be real blunt, yeah. what you have to say is a simple two-letter word, no. 
they're going to give you the money. They're not even checking. Right. So, right. Yeah. Cause uh, she didn't yeah, look up anything. You're supposed to pay your markers. You're supposed to pay your markers back before you take the cash that you have. Absolutely. Uh, uh, absolutely correct. And if you don't pay, you would just have 30 days, but they kind of frown. They don't want days. you to do it that way. Yeah. One time I was in California, I was in Verona casino and I took 20,000 in slot markers and I left the casino and actually drove back to Vegas with the tickets in my pocket. I, I forgot to pay the, the markers back. I just said, ah, I'm coming back in a couple of weeks. I just never, I was going to pay the marker back. And, you know, I left with the, the vouchers and, you know, came back in two weeks and I wanted to giving them the vouchers back. And I was like, no one said a word. So wow. I mean, I could have had cashed them in at an interest-free loan, but it's not what I do. Yeah. So. That's cool. Well, we have a really fun show today. We've got the man uh, on on the show today. We've got Derek Stevens, who owns Circa, uh, the D, uh, and uh, And real excited. Right, right. Uh, Real excited to have him on the show. And before we get to all of that, let's talk about NFL Week 1 is here, Bill Krakenberger. I can't even believe this. Uh, Opening day, as we record this is tomorrow, when the show comes out, it will be opening day. Um, Pretty exciting stuff. Uh, the Bills and the Rams are going to kick off the uh, season this this year uh, for for the games. What are your thoughts, uh, man? Everyone, John, I walk around these casinos and these sports books, and everyone has the same question: Who do I want? Who are you liking a Bills game? <laughs> I mean, God forbid you ask about a college total, football total, or something. Everyone wants to know what you have in these big NFL games, and it's just it's the same thing year after year, no matter how much I preach to them. You know, blue in the face. Uh, everyone wants to know what everyone's talking about on every network is NFL. And uh, that's where the bookmakers make the money. That's all I can tell you. Yeah, <laughs> it is. It's, now, listen, I'm not, I'm not going to. I actually didn't think I was even going to bet this game. And I did give out. Uh, every wise guy I know is, is on the Rams in a teaser, taking it from the key numbers down uh, up. up. It's two and a half. So you're taking it through three, through seven. Uh, plus eight and a half on a six-point teaser. The Rams at home. That's 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 a pretty safe bet over the years historically. Is the home team dog like that? Especially you got a Super Bowl champ here, um, but you're playing against literally the number one team in football. The favorite to win the Super Bowl is the Bills. So that's who you're going against here. Uh, it's going to be a fun game. Uh, I'm, I'm sure uh, everyone's going to have a bet on this game, and uh, I do like that teaser a little bit going through. Uh, you know, going through the key numbers there, I, I, I do like the Rams. I usually don't like giving picks out on the show because everyone rates you by one pick. I mean, this could easily lose and Buffalo right. and blow them out. I mean, who knows? I just think the Rams are going to keep a little bit close there. I think eight and a half is a, a good teaser. I think don't don't be surprised if Buffalo doesn't come out slow in this game. So, hmm. Okay. Uh, I saw some – there's some crazy numbers in the notes that the producers have for us here today. A record 45 45- oh, yeah. Point, I have no glasses on. Uh, 45.6 million Americans plan to bet on the NFL this season, which is up 3% from last year. Everyone loves <laughs> to bet on their NFL. Yeah. More than 50.5 billion has been bet on sports with American sports books already this year. So just picture what is going on here. It's just amazing. Everyone loves from, from uh, professionals to degenerates to housewives, the doctors and lawyers and Wall Street guys. Everyone wants the action on on football. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yep. Well, speaking of uh, action on football, uh, you got any betting tips for NFL? I know, I know. Obviously, you just went over one of them, which is you know you you, you don't always have to pick a, a side. You know, look at look at the props and stuff. But what else? What else can you uh, tell the people? Well, listen, I don't do a lot of side betting, though. This year, I am following some guys that I do trust. They tell me that they have some really good NFL sides. And they told me they have one year after year. I'm still not going to bet them, but I'm going to track them. But I have beat NFL over the last 25 years. But my way to beat them is different than betting NFL sides. So uh, last year was the best example I can give you. Crack wins for the year in NFL. I don't like to even talk about it because it's too hard to believe. 139 and 76. I mean, wow. that's insane. It's, yeah. almost, it's like almost 65%. It's just nuts. Now, that's because I'm betting prop bets. I'm betting uh, quarters, uh, part, not, not quarters, I'm sorry. I'm betting first halves, totals, I bet, first half totals, a couple correlated parlays in there, first half parlays, some teasers. So um, I'll just tell you, give you some tips. Line shopping is so key. I can't tell you how many times a half a point makes the difference from a win or, or a loss. These NFL lines are so tight. So 
Uh, you should definitely, definitely line shop. And let me be blunt. I hate to tell you this because you're going to bet it anyway. I know. <laughs> so if I like, if I give out a game, I'm going to say, you know, uh, oh, go over 47 on a football game, and someone just has no choice but with their bookmaker, they go over 47 and a half. No, it's a no bet. 47 is one of those games that one of those numbers that come out. You know what I mean? 34, 13, 24, 23. This is a, a key number, one of the key numbers in the NFL. So uh, line shopping is really a, a must. Key numbers, too. While they're not worth as much as they were worth years ago, the three and the seven, because of the 10 point, I'm sorry, the 10 yard, they moved the extra point 10 yards. So the three used to be worth a little bit more. But they're key numbers. Uh, that you want to make sure you, you know, that you're if you're betting on your own or something you're looking to get a game like this Rams game perfect example you want to bet the Rams tomorrow night there's two and a half you probably should buy the three and you probably should buy the three with a bookmaker that uh, allows you to buy the three for under 20 cents or less so you, again you're line shopping you're making sure the key numbers um, three four uh, seven uh, obviously three three seven four ten six they're they're, they're all key numbers that you want to make sure um, uh, you, you know you're 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 betting the the right number there. You don't you don't want to bet something that you're not getting a key number. Um, this is something that I wrote some notes down earlier. So to separate in your mind the entertainment versus money, this is pretty cool. It's a pretty cool thing that I, I see more and more everywhere, um, especially the these these games like tomorrow night's game. I, I mean, I really shouldn't. You know, let's use Sunday night or Monday night. Okay, Sunday night football, Monday night football. These games are the only game on TV, and I just know that you have so much temptation to bet these games, especially on Monday Night Football. You're with your buddies. They're all cheering and yelling. You're out for a beer. You're going to want action on the game. You, you just want to, if you're going to bet something, throw a peanut on it and fool around. And don't just bet a significant portion of your bankroll just because it's on TV and your buddies are there. And You, you know, it, it brings me right into the, my, my fourth rule here is discipline. You really have to have that discipline not to chase, not to – you have to manage your bankroll. You want to manage your bankroll management is so key, only betting a couple percent. Um, you know, people don't do this, though. I, I, I just can't tell you how many times me, Bill Krakenberger, went broke when I was a kid. When I was 16, 17, 18, I was betting sports. I, 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 I did it myself. I know what it is. And it took someone to shake me and show me the money trade. And, and how you make money in the end. And, and definitely you're not going to make money if you're chasing that late night game. Um, yeah. it, but I know everyone likes to do it. I, I know it. Uh, but I'll just tell you what. I know that chasing has ruined more lives for people than anything else. And not, not only in sports, in the casino, sure. having money in your pocket. When you're, it's hard to leave a casino losing when you have money in your pocket. It's our human makeup. That is to me the gold. What you're saying, I mean that. that All you want to do is get even, right? Just get even, God. Just let me get even, and I'm leaving. Yep, and I'm leaving. That's all. You know, Uh, it's it's the reason why the casinos build wings on the casino is us in volume, people like that, mentality like that. The human chemistry, human makeup is to not lose in life from when you're a little kid when you're playing chess and checkers with your dad and or you know Monopoly and right into the casino games. And that's the reason why the casinos make all the money they do. Yeah. I have so many friends that, you know, that used to play like just red or black at the roulette wheel, right? And and they go chew up their money and, and they go, oh, it's got to be black this time. It's been red seven times in a row. Got to be black. I'm going to put the bet. I'm going to get it all back that I've lost. And then some on black right now because it has to be black. It's been red seven in a row and it doesn't have to be black. <laughs> right? That's so wrong. That's yeah. So wrong. Last tip. Yeah. Uh, Fantasy football, big part of people's lives sure. years before sports betting was even legalized in all these jurisdictions. And because fantasy football is such a big thing now, I'd never really played it. Except when I was a little kid, we had this thing called Stratomatic. It was the first kind of fantasy things back in the early 80s. But um, it's actually brought a more of a rise of attention to a lot of players and a lot of these sports books because of the fantasy. There's more ways to bet games, which would be proposition bets. And I'll tell you right now, that's the way I bet. I'll bet more more on NFL props than anything else in the NFL throughout the year. So, listen, again, don't force a game. Don't for, If you want to root for something, bet one of those prop bets that you like. 
uh, or, or that you think you may have an edge on. And the casino, the, the sports book doesn't have their eye on it as much as the, the game itself. And you'll have action the whole game rooting for or against a player. And when I say when I say prop bets, I mean the player props, the actual over under yardage for each player yeah. over under. Uh, you know that that's what I'm really talking about. So um, there's some tips. Um, fantastic. One last thing before we change topics here. Um, I have a friend. I won't say his name. He's a, he loves betting on sports. He watches the show a lot. He's been. Pretty successful with baseball this year, you know, just kind of really just kind of riding on the Dodgers almost daily. Um, he his average bet is maybe three hundred to five hundred a game. Uh, he'll do you know just straight bet on the Dodgers, and then maybe he does a parlay. He hit me up yesterday. He wanted to bet five thousand dollars on the Dodgers minus one and a half because they had Anderson pitching. He wanted to do it either yesterday or today because Kershaw was pitching. He's like, they're guaranteed wins. I said, do not do that. It, it's just not worth it. You know, build it up, build up to that. Like, if you're going to do that, make a bet like that with their money. Don't make it with your money. And I kind of talked him off the roof. But what would your advice be? Because I, I know he'll listen to you. He doesn't listen. He won't listen to me. What would your advice be to someone that wants to go that big, that that much higher than their normal range of betting on a game? Well, if you have $150,000 that's dedicated for sports betting, then, yeah, you could bet 5000 But if you don't have that, Right, you're betting over your bankroll, and in the, and, and you may win. I think the Dodgers did; they were winning. They did win last night, that. and they covered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You may win, you may win, and and you may win again the next time. But sooner or later, that type of mentality is going to be. It's called gambler's ruin. You R U I N. You will lose all your money betting with that type of mentality. But you know, right now he's flying, floating high on top of the world with a win. And I'm sure he's not going to listen to me, but if he bet him two nights ago, Sam Fran beat the Dodgers right. as a big dog. And it's so, it's hard um, to climb out of that hole if you lose that game, right? Because then then you're in chasing. Now you're going to end up chasing, right? Because you, you make a big bet like off. that five grand. That's not your normal bet. Uh, yeah. Now what? You're off to the races. The right. next thing you're doing is like a junkie. You're stealing things and selling them to, to get your money back. And right. I don't mean to say you're a friend. I'm just saying no, I get in it. general, there's... There's a uh, bankroll management is not being used in that situation. I'm sure uh, unless he has that type of money. Yeah. Um, but you know, that's, that's the way the book wants you to think. This is easy. This looks too easy. Right. Got to bet this. You it's know? a lock. <laughs> it's a lock. <laughs> okay. Let's move on. Uh, Bill, I have a question for you. Do people buy too much into the drama when betting? Probably. Um, I, I would think that these guys on uh, these networks that profile, individual players and i get like an espn alert on my phone i don't know if you get that at all john when yeah. certain things happen across all different sports yeah but they probably like like um they probably buy into the drama a little too bit of like i put a tweet up last week about hard knocks which by the way i never watched hard knocks till this season i love it what a show profiling the team week after week what's going on in the training camps looking at the coaches the off the field stuff on the field i mean no matter what you're gonna think this team is better than they are. And what we mean this year, Detroit Lions are profiled. You're going to think they're better than they are. And, uh, you know, just think that, that that same thing is going on in all the other 31 teams that's going on in the locker room. So uh, I'm sure that the Lions may even be overvalued for the first few weeks um, th this year. But, you know, uh, if you watch that hard knocks, you're going to be rooting for the Lions. That's for sure. Whoever they play against. Yeah. It's just that big. So that's like an example of that. Uh, you know, the quarterbacks that are being traded around and, like the Baker Mayfield talk and the the, the quarterback situations and uh, the Jets, uh, like uh, who's going to start? It's going to be uh, a Flacco or you know it, it, this guy was a, a veteran career, but he went to the Super Bowl with, with Baltimore. So uh, there, there's there's always drama about who's going to start and and where people are jockeying around and this year revenge situation. Uh, you know, it, it, there's 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 different situations that honestly it's already baked into the line. The Baker Mayfield thing, it's baked into the line. The Russell Wilson thing, it's baked into the line. Right. That's all I could say. Right. Yeah. Okay, uh, let's move on to my favorite topic of the week, the UFC. There's some big fights this week. We've obviously known, uh, we've talked about Nate Diaz stepping back into the ring this week uh, against uh, Hamzat Chimev. Uh, also, Tony Ferguson. I don't know if you know, you know who Tony Ferguson is. I'm sure yeah. you've heard that name. I watched this guy fight in Arizona earlier this year, I want to say April or May, 
and he suffered a brutal knockout, Bill, and I cannot believe this guy is fighting again this calendar year. You know, normally if you... Uh, suffer a, a knockout like that, you need to take a year off. You just, you want to let your head, you know, recover from that. It takes time, you know, uh, but he's fighting. He's a pretty big underdog. He's 0-4 at lightweight, uh, and the, he's fighting this one at welterweight, so he doesn't have to do a weight cut. Normally, Tony would fight at 155, uh, so he's fighting at welterweight 170. Uh, he's a big dog. You know, if he loses, I feel like he's lost maybe six or seven if he loses this one. Might might we, we we must just might see uh Tony getting released even though he's a legend uh definitely possible so something to keep your eye on for this week and like I said the Nate Diaz fight he's plus 700 uh you know uh, our producer Rob and I have a little friendly bet I don't know what we've really bet we haven't made an actual bet but the something's going to happen he's going to have to uh you know post that I am the the goat when it comes to picking UFC fights with really Bill <laughs> it shouldn't even count I'm not doing anything crazy I'm I'm picking the big favorite here uh but nate diaz has no shot uh at this one bill no shot. wow no shot no shot no. not something that's in my library of words <laughs> anything i mean you know uh people said that ridicule uh, not ridicule people said that mike tyson when he lost the buck buster douglas yeah no shot for douglas that's true he's a 40 50 to 1 underdog i mean yeah. anything uh if anything in history has taught us some anything in sports betting history, that anything could happen. So, in Nate's defense, um, no one gave him any shot against Conor McGregor the first time they fought, and he ended up choking Conor out after almost getting uh, knocked out a couple times round one. So, uh, Nate, John, what kind of money do these guys make for this kind of fight? That's a good question for this one. Uh, I would, no, I do because that that would make me think that maybe Nate's just taking a check, a one last big check. I don't. Yeah, know. I would think just Nate is a five million dollar guy with pay per view points. Uh, maybe maybe more. no way yeah you can make that he's gonna make that kind of money on yeah so the guaranteed money that you'll see that they release to like the fight to the commission it's probably gonna say like a million bucks or something for nate right um right. but uh but on pay-per-view points um he's definitely gets pay-per-view and uh he's a big draw i i would think nate's gonna end up with about five million for this i could be wrong wow. but but i bet it's like yeah for like if he with nate that's why i don't think nate's gonna retire and i don't think i don't think the ufc is gonna get rid of nate because connor nate says no but connor mcgregor versus nate diaz three they fought twice they're one and one uh we got to see the trilogy uh, that's a fight that's always there to me that's the last fight uh either for nate or even connor like out the door that's the last money grab you know, so that kind of fight that can bring in like uh, upwards of like twenty five million a I fighter think, like that. I think so. Yeah, but I would say wow. like like fifty to one hundred for Connor and twenty to twenty five wow. for Nate for that fight. I would I would wow. think. Yeah, I mean everyone all wants right. to see that fight still, no matter what. Everyone, all the Connor haters say they don't, but uh, yeah. So good good stuff, Bill. Uh, we I'm sure you maybe you'll you'll will you watch the fights this week? These are worth watching. This one, no. No, no, sorry. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Did you ever get your tickets? Are you going to the fight? I'm going to the fight. I got my two tickets. Yes. Oh, I actually wow. saw Dana White wow. last night at Dana White Contender Series. Had a nice little chat with him. And uh, yeah, I'm all I'm all set. He's very good to me, that guy. You'll never hear me nice, badmouth nice, nice. uh, Mr. White. All right, Bill, super excited for this one. This will be our guest's second appearance here on Wisecracks. Of course, Derek Stevens is who I speak of, who owns the Circa, who owns D, the D uh, downtown. This man has single-handedly made downtown cool. Derek Stevens on Wisecracks, good to have you back. And look at him, Bill. Uh, you know, we, we saw Derek uh, about a week ago over there at Circa, and thank you for the invite. Uh, and he looks like a movie star. This guy dropped some weight. He looks like he belongs on the cover of GQ magazine, not the Wisecracks podcast. What's going on no. here, Derek? Yeah, yeah. Hey, Derek. Thanks <laughs> for coming on with us. Hey, great, great to be back on with you guys. Great intro. Great intro. Glad to be here. <laughs> good, good. Yeah, you look great. Um, also, I mentioned that Derek also owns the Golden Gate, which is Derek. Am I right to say this? Is that the oldest casino in Nevada or in Las Vegas? Is that it's right? The oldest building in the history oldest. of in the history of really? Vegas. Yeah, nineteen oh six. Yeah. Wow. There you go. So that's the third casino he owns. Let's get right into this, Derek. And thank you again for inviting John and I down there for some of these circa parties uh, when we had the you know the big the big circa millions and and circa survivor. Let me ask you. Get right into it. I don't know the. I haven't looked in days. What what are we looking at right now? What are we looking at for Circa Survivor, Circa Millions? Uh, this is your big contest that you have every year. I see it all the time at the airport. You can't get off a plane without seeing this sign for Circa. <laughs> so yeah. So what what, uh, what 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 are the numbers look like ballpark right now? 
Well, right now we're at about uh, 4.8 million of entries into the Circus Survivor. And, um, you know, with, with, with the amount of time we have left, I think we're going to get pretty close to the 6 million. Uh, you know, if we don't hit the 6 million, we're guaranteeing the 6 million. If we go over the 6 million, um, then all, all of uh, all the entry fees go back into the pot. So it could go to one winner. It could go to uh, a handful that chopped the pot, you know, if they if they all go undefeated or, or if they all get knocked out in the same week. So I would say right now, will Circus Survivor hit its guarantee? I'd say it's about a pick em right now. We're uh, we're three days out, a million two to go. But, you know, the, the so much so many of the entries come in the last in the last, uh, you know, 72 hours. So I'd say it's about a pick em. The Circa Millions is really the story of the 2022 uh, football contest season, though. You know, last year we we guaranteed four million. We did 4.1 million of entries, wow. and this is the one that we pushed it. So we went from four million guarantee up to six million. So the Circa Millions is the uh, it's the traditional football contest, five games a week over over the 18 weeks, and um, you know we're paying a million to the winner. We're paying on the top 100 in the overall. We got the quarterly prizes. We got we got not just the overall booby prize, but we've got um, we've also got a little booby prize. We got quarterly booby prizes. So we've got uh, we got a lot of payouts. It's I think uh, it's like 126 or 130 uh, 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 cashes out of this tournament. But the reason why the Circa Millions is the uh, is the football contest for 2022. It's because we bumped the guarantee from four million to six million, and we're going to have an overlay. Right now, with just a few days left, we're at about 3,600 entries. There's no shot we get to the six million. So that's where the, that's where the positive EV is going to be. It's going to be in the Circa Millions this year. Wow, that's great. Uh, I, I honestly didn't know it was that low. So. You're talking is going to be uh, at least a seven-figure. I think it's a seven-figure overlay here. Now, I will tell you, though, Derek, like I know me and my buddies. I'm getting on a plane tomorrow night and headed back, and I know three guys that said to me, uh, what plane, what, what flight are you going on? Because there's going to be at least three people I know coming in just for contests. So, and, and let me be blunt. I didn't sign up under my name yet. So there's going to be a lot of push on Friday of signing up um i'm coming back i'm doing i'm going to a concert friday night my wife wants to see this motley crew so i'm going to that but before that concert i'm gonna get down there oh by the way derek we could sign up at either the circa or tuscany is that correct the tuscany resort yeah you could so you could sign up uh at any of our three casinos so the golden gate the d or circa and then now we've got three satellite sports books uh one in henderson called the pass one in uh, one in uh, in Vegas called Tuscany, which you know of, and then one now in uh, Northern Nevada in Sparks at Legends Bay. Um, the key thing, wow. the key thing to remember though, is that Circa is open twenty four hours. The other properties are not. So if you happen to be rolling in at two in the morning, Circa would be the place to go. But yeah, we try to make it convenient for everybody. Hey, and by the way, crack, I, I tell you. I'm excited about you coming into town because there's so much value here. I was kind of joking around that uh you know if i was back in my old fraternity days i'd be rounding up i'd be rounding up the crew we'd be making a pilgrimage to vegas because the math is way too strong to pass up on on the millions this year absolutely is i tell you it's going to be a a really fun year and i didn't realize this until today you're saying that it's a pick em for the circus survivor because i thought the survivor was definitely getting the six million it's a pick em there may be some value in that there is going to be value anyway because of the competition it's like the world series of poker you're going against uh but there's also going to be value because it may be an overlay so this is fantastic news i'm going to have to even talk john orlando and to get involved here he, he doesn't really like to, to gamble too much anymore <laughs> but i'm gonna i'm gonna get him involved in this uh i'm in uh, uh, circa millions he's in i'm in oh, right. i i stay away because i want to keep it fair for everybody derek you know i, <laughs> I want i want other people to have an opportunity to win to have their day in the sun you know so i i, I stay clear of these kind of things i do have a question for you though a uh, serious question how is it that and we were talking uh, offline before we started and i won't divulge what we were saying but sort of along those lines i'm curious how is it that you are able to have this incredible friendship that you have with Bill Krakenberger when he's technically the the enemy uh, to the sports book? How is it that you you guys are are able to have the relationship you have where a lot of the casinos they don't even want him in there? Can you explain this You're to right. me? You're right. 
Yeah, you know, I think uh, I think it kind of goes to our, our our general philosophy in circus sports. You know, we uh, we don't want to uh, limit professional betters. We don't want to limit um, a- anybody with information on them or their teams or their crews. Um, that's not not what we do. I mean, I've always been a big markets guy. Um, I love the way um, circus sports has developed with Matt Metcalf. We spent a lot of time talking about price discovery how we build a line, how we create a robust line. And, um, you know, we're not we're not an organization that's trying to, uh, you know, limit the sizes of bets. And we're really not an organization that's trying to we want we want the professionals to come play with us. I mean, I, I love the fact that we probably have more people with with um, six figure and seven figure um, deposits on their app because that's really important for what we do. If we have, um, let's just say a tourist comes in and, and, and a big player, he wants to bet a hundred thousand on a game. Once we get to know him, you might want to bet half a million dollars on a game and he wants to do it, you know, a half an hour before kickoff, we'll be able to take the bet because we know we've got, um, you know, a robust set of customers that can get us a little bit of buyback. You know, if you don't have, if you don't have the professionals and you don't have people with, with uh with, with the with the uh, uh deposits necessary you wouldn't be able to take these type of bets so we really celebrate you know the professionals we celebrate we celebrate crack you know because that that's what that's what our model is you know every every sports book has a different business model and i'm not saying one's better than the other uh, i'm just saying this is this is the model for us so we we like taking big bets and we like we like the pros we we, we like to learn from them and um, you know, I hope there's a lot of pros that make uh, that make make a good living off of, off of circus sports. Uh, you know, my key thing is we got to continue to get more and more people in here, grow our handle, and and that that's helpful to you know our business, and that's helpful to all the pros that uh, that are you know kind enough to keep deposits with us so they can get down. Good, good, good question, John. I didn't know you were going to ask that, John. That's a good question. It leads into it actually segues into what I want to say. Uh, you guys do take the sharp bets. You do take big bets. You know, I was in there last week and with you, and I said, Derek, I want to bet something that's 150 to one. Uh, I want 8,000 bucks on it, though. You could take anything up to the 8,000. <laughs> Derek said, walk me to the counter. 8,000 on this bet to win 1.2 million. I mean, this is what you guys do. You guys take on the pros, and uh, I have to congratulate you for that. My question, uh, excuse me, my, my question is this. The reason why you take on those pros, too, is, you learn from them. Your guys learn, Matt Metcalf and crew. You learn from them where your line should be. So maybe even you could put the customers on the other side of that sharp side and hopefully get the volume back the other way. And in the end, you're gonna you're gonna beat the customers in the end. I, I know, but I do know from being in there, and I know that you know you guys do have some risk, and uh, you know you'll have you'll have losing weeks. It's just part of the business. But maybe you are you're a little bit more risk averse than a lot of other companies and and you will take them them big bets because you're growing now too we understand that but i got to give you credit am i saying it the right way you guys are pretty much uh, learn from the customers a lot of times yeah absolutely i mean i mean think about it there's no sports book in the country that can hire enough people to watch every tweet deck out there you know markets are gonna i mean look at this donovan mitchell deal you know if you if you if the market's the one that that got it by two minutes you know, we took some big action on that Donovan Mitchell uh, NBA trade the other day. You learn from customers, and I mean, and and this is kind of where we want to we want to give a benefit to uh, to the pros that are that are playing with us. If you got the information first, and you're going to make a play, you know, I'm just going to tap you know tap you on the shoulder and say, "Great play." We're going to make adjustments quickly, but we got to learn from the pros. I mean, the markets markets are are are, are so so incredibly uh, smart, and when you think about the number of College football teams, college basketball teams. You're talking about, you know, um, you know, European soccer. I mean, there are things that happen, and 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 I've always been respectful about about you know markets, about 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 the uh, individual pros, and then you know it all starts with price discovery, building your number, having a good solid foundation on what you have, and yeah, I mean, we want the pro, we want the pros to win, and you know the the early bird that gets the gets the uh, gets the bet in is great. You know what good does it do if you got great information? You're limited to getting the fifty dollars down. I mean, nobody's making right. off of that. So we want to be respectful, and uh, uh, we want to be respectful for 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 people that do what you do, and for other pros out there 
to to be able to make a living. Bill, as this is a good time to remind everybody to download the Crack Wins app or just go to crackwins.com uh, or if you have Apple or Google Play, you, you can get the app there. I mean, NFL season is coming up. Uh, you, and, you know, Bill says he's, you know, I love that you're so humble. I know the 65% last year, you you openly say, never again, I'll never hit that again. It's impossible. You're shaking your head already. No, no. Listen. 55% will make me a lot of money and they'll make my guys a lot of money. Yeah. Uh, six, 65% is ridiculous. So, uh, but however, that being said, me and my team have actually talked about it. We're going to have more prop bets on, uh, released this year. So we're going to have like, uh, certain sports books only put them up. I don't like to do what a lot of the services do. So some of the services out there will say, you can bet this prop right now at DraftKings only. Or you could bet this at FanDuel only. I don't think that's really fair to uh, people to release something. Uh, there's a big service out there that's pretty cheap. It's like forty bucks. Uh, you know, it, 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 but you know that's ridiculous. Sure. Uh, they they're releasing plays on like Monday for next week when only two or three people are going to get it on their list, and it's only at one sports book. As soon as you bet it, the sports book takes it down, so no one else can get it. I think that's just the uh, yeah, that's dirty. You're just, you're just you're not doing a service; you're, you're doing a disservice to your customer base. So uh, we don't do that. But I think we're going to have a lot more uh, Sunday day of game props than we did last year. Uh, I do know a lot of these sports books are putting up player props. So uh, of course, that is one of our bread and butters. Also, uh, not only that, it, it's going to be the totals, the first half totals, and it's going to be uh, the golf still, some NASCAR stuff thrown in. Yeah, we have a lot of uh, a lot of different ways to to beat your man this year. Look, I'm looking forward to it. Big year for crack wins. We're of course, we're having a, a fantastic year as, as we speak. And it's only going to get better this football season. You know, I know you won't say it, so I'm going to say it. You know, I have even a lot of my friends, you know, that are obsessed with sports betting. They buy picks They're They buy picks from so many different people. A lot of them buy them from you. Uh, but a lot of them are, you know, it's weird. Like they want to subscribe to like four different guys and see who's picking and, and uh, you know, picking what. And then they kind of go with like the overall consensus, I guess. Or I don't know what their strategy is. But all I can tell you is this, guys. This guy, Bill Krakenberger right here, will tell you, I hit 65% this year, and I won't do it again. He'll tell you, you just need to be 55% to make money, a lot of money. Don't fall into this trap of believing this marketing nonsense that I won't mention names of some of these other guys out there, these cappers that are out there posted on Instagram. I'm 75%. I'm 80%. I'm 90%. When are 85%, I'm 127-1 and one in MLB picks this year. It's nonsense. Period. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Ridiculous. It's just You're it's, right. Crazy, I get it. You see pictures of a flashy car and flashing cash, and and it you know, it's amazing what editing a thirty second to one minute video for Instagram can brainwash the masses into thinking, oh my god, this guy picks lights out one twenty seven and one for baseball. It is impossible. Yes, that person you're talking about, they <laughs> bet these series bets. And they'll bet each, they'll bet the team, and they're in a four game series, and they'll bet it uh, one unit on this game. If they win, they consider it a win. If they lose that game, they double up here, quadruple up here, and actually eight times the money up here. So if they lose all four home games, literally, they lose all four of these games. By the way, you're laying giant juice on all these games. Right. All four of those games lost, which happens every year for this clown you're talking about. Right. Uh, that equals such a loss that you're going to get destroyed on the year, right. even though you're, you know, 50 and 0 on the right. rest of them. And you, you lose money. Right. And loss. if he, if they lose three of those games and win game four, he calls that a win. He calls that a win. Yeah. It's crazy. That's right. That's right. It's crazy. Yep. So listen, guys, you might think it's, you know, oh, we do this every show. It's a sales pitch. I I'm telling you, I have so many friends that have gone broke betting on sports and uh, the ones I know that are rolling with crack wins, they're in the winner's circle. So download the app today. It's on Apple, Google Play. There's my pitch. I'm done. Uh, cool. Let's talk about WSN. Crack it open. All crack. Right. <laughs> I got it open. No, it's open. It's open right now, and, and I'm on their homepage of their of their mobile. Um, and, and 
again, guys, first thing comes up this week is the match plays and the deposit bonuses. Uh, there's a couple of new ones here. I never heard of owner's box. There's a new sports book owner's box that matched 500 bucks. I mean, uh, I, this, this company WSN negotiates these bonuses with these sports books that you really can't get on the sports book site. So, um, first let's, 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 uh, talk about them. Uh, you can go to any of the state guides or the bonuses and literally, uh, I'll click on Jersey. I like to click on Jersey. Caesars up to 1250 FanDuel has a five to get 150 DraftKings a thousand dollar deposit bet, bet MGM thousand dollar risk-free bet. I could just go on and go on points, bet $2,000 risk-free bets. Uh, Rivers, $500. Golden Nugget, $250. These are all the bonuses you get. But also, like I say to you guys, the stories on here are fantastic. The uh, the stories on every week to come up with brand new, fresh stories. And literally this week, betting tips and picks for week one, of course, NFL. Um, but also they have, uh, oh, oh, by the way, all, all of our podcasts are on here. If you want to watch a, you know, get a podcast uh, you, you, you watch one of our podcasts, they're all on there. Soccer predictions articles, which people I know this time of the year, soccer, but it's really good articles, international article articles on here. Um, now going over to what I like, the U.S. sports betting news, the different uh, jurisdictions that are still fighting for sports betting. Uh, Kansas just launched sports betting. There's an article on that. Um, there's a, an article about betting exchanges in New Jersey. Brand new thing to New Jersey. It's no longer just sports books. It's a betting exchange, like a bet fair over over the across the pond, where you have you can you can go against just one of your buddies, or you can go against anybody really that puts up a market and makes a market for a lot less juice. So that'll be interesting. I like to know how they're going to be, uh, what kind of markets are going to be offered there in the betting exchanges. It's a brand new thing. Read about it on WSN. Uh, Ohio there's an article about that just uh, approved their first uh, betting licenses. Again, on and on and on, different things, betting news, so many different things. The bonuses, WSN.com. Get it, go there. They have it all. You know, uh, it, it just hit me, too. We always talk about the sports and the sports book. I want the people out there to know. Circa Casino, unbelievable. It is unbelievable. You guys got to get out there just to see. Now, the Circa Swim, you guys have – I've only been out there once or twice with you both times, by the way. But I've only been out there a couple times now. How long will that go the whole season? Can people come out to Circus Swim and watch the games on Sunday? Now, what do they do? Do they just line up in the morning to procure their spot at the pool and stuff? And, and will you have that throughout the whole? Does it go to the Super Bowl or what? What, what happens out there? Oh yeah, I mean, um, Stadium Swim is um, Stadium swim. is what's called, and um, yeah, it's Stadium Swim is open 365 days a year. So you take take a, take a day like. Um, like Sunday, opening day of the NFL, um, everybody, you, you book your tickets just like you would if you're going to a, a um, you know, a rock concert or you're going to a, you know, a movie theater these days. You book your location. Could be a cabana, could be a daybed, could be a waterfront couch, could be you know, a lot of different um, areas. Could be GA, and and you and you book it. Um, fortunately, you know, we 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 sell out basically every Sunday. We still have some GAs available. We always try to keep some GAs available for some walk-ups sure. so that we don't have disappointment. But but yeah, it's completely sold out. Um, we we flip the venues. There's an AM session, a PM session. You can get all day, but we're open 365 days a year. Um, you know, as outdoor venue, we promote drinking. We promote we promote. Uh, being aquatic, we we promote a little bit of tobacco or whatever your favorite flavor is, and we got a 143 foot outdoor screen, so you never miss anything. So that's kind of what we do. When it gets to be a little colder out in Vegas, um, really, what what it eventually what it effectively comes into becomes basically a hot tub pool party. So you jump in the water, and it's a great place to get a couple of buckets of beer, and you can go watch a hockey game or go watch a Monday night football game in December. There's no experience like this, guys, in Vegas. Once you do this, you'll say you can never do it any other way. So know that, too. This is really uh, the way to go. If you you guys like sports, you like pools, stadium swim. John, what do you have? It really is. I mean, just to touch on that point, I mean, you know, when I walk into Circa, I feel like I did. Uh, I only had that feeling in one other property in the history of Vegas, which was the Hard Rock back in the day. 
Back in like 95, 96, when you walked into the Hard Rock, the layout was perfect. It, it, it was like sm small, and intimate, and, and you walked in there and the vibe and the music. And that to me is what you've recreated is that kind of feel. You walk into Circa and it's electric. You feel like you're in Vegas, man. You you just, it's it's unbelievable between the the, the dealers are hot, the the dancing girls, uh, you know, on the on the sides of the table games and stuff. The, the sports book is massive, the screens, and then you go out to stadium swim. It's just that property is unbelievable what you have done. I, I can't brag about it enough. I mean, it really downtown used to be like pass, hard pass for me. And now I tell everyone they come to town when they, when they hit me up and they go, what's a must do in Vegas? I swear, I don't say this because you're on the show right now, Derek. I swear to you, I will screenshot and show you text message after text message for over the last year and a half. I say you have to go to Circa. Well. I, I appreciate those very, very kind words. Um, I could tell you that uh, I've been coming to Vegas. Uh, you know, I grew up in Detroit, but I've been coming to Vegas since the 80s. And I know exactly what you're talking about. I remember coming, seeing the Mirage for the first time. I remember I remember going to the Hard Rock. I still remember my player's card number from the Hard Rock <laughs> early on and what that circle bar was like, you know, particularly back in my single days. That was That was something. Um, you know, I remember, you know, going to Caesar's palace and, and going to, you know, Bo Holyfield outside and, and the energy and the electricity of when you come to Las Vegas, I mean, it's amazing. You know, you might be an hour out on a flight and you just, you just start getting pumped up. And, uh, I always thought about those moments about how exciting it was about when, when you had your trip planned, you know, a week before you come three days before you come the day of how jacked up you are. And um, I guess it's maybe all, 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 the, all those moments kind of maybe accumulated for myself and my friends. And, you know, I never really thought that I ever would have had a chance to own a casino. But when uh, when it finally all came to pass, I guess it's an accumulation of, of loving to bet and, uh, you know, saying goofy things like 25 years ago, like something like with my buddy, man, if I ever owned a casino, I'd do this. And then all of a sudden I had a shot to do it. But. You know, we want to just make sure we can see games, have a lot of fun, high energy type of joint. And uh, that's really what we try to create. So I want to tell you, thanks for saying that. That that That's actually pretty meaningful to me. Yeah, man, I mean it. I, you know, I, and Circa is so amazing. So, so I'll ask you an actual question now. The question would be, when you have a place like Circa, that is, I would say, a masterpiece, right, in terms of a property. Do you have plans like to do that again? Like as a businessman and entrepreneur, do you sit there and like, I don't want to say, do you get bored, but like at some point do you go, I can top this. And then is that the goal or what, what is, what's next for you? Well, well, remember a couple things. Um, we bought the Vegas club in, in August the night of, uh, of 2015. So circa, even though it seems like it happened overnight to a lot of people, it was effectively a five and a half year project and, uh, development's okay. Um, I like it a little, um, but I love operating. So um, I don't want to be too selfish here, but but I but I really love being at Circa. I mean, we designed a place. Uh, myself, our friends, our team. We designed a place that we want to we want to run, that we want to hang out at. I mean, I'm not sitting at the end of the bar because because uh, I have to. I mean, I'm sitting at the end of the bar because this is kind of where I want to be. I'm sitting at the sports book on, on weekends because. We designed a joint that that we want to go to. I mean, to be honest, it's kind of hard to go out of town sometimes when, you know, if you're out of town on business or something, I got to catch games at a you know an alternate location. It's like, man, I just wish I could control my screen or the screens inside of here like the way we do. So, so really, what we want to do is we want to operate and uh, kind of go from there. Um, certainly doesn't mean we don't want to grow. We want to grow. Uh, you know, just uh, just uh, last weekend, we opened up our new ballroom and meeting space here. So that's a whole new project for us that uh, we just kicked off last week. And and then from a sports side, you know, we're in Colorado, we're in Iowa, we're going to launch in um, in Illinois in the first quarter of uh, 2023, and we'd like to take circus sports to to other states. So those are, those would be a few of the things. But right now, I think we we really like hanging around you, and I and I love the fact that. Everybody that comes down wants to come up and say hello. I love the stories everybody you meet on Thursday nights through Sundays. It's 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 awesome. That's great. That's great. That's so great. Think about that, John, what he just said too. He's at the bar. You can come up and rub shoulders with the owner of a casino. 
And, and who better with than someone that knows the pulse of the industry? This man at first was a gambler at heart. He used to come here and gamble. So he knows what the customers expect. Imagine going up and uh, walking into a casino and be able to hang out with the owner for a second, say hello, grab a photo, and you know, tell him what a great job he's doing. And it, it really is uh, an amazing experience that he has created here for all of us. And we're the ones that are really getting the benefits of it, Derek. We really thank you for coming on. We're gonna, uh, you know, we're gonna talk about you and more on on these shows. We found a little bit about about you last week. We never know. You actually seen John's dad in concert when you were younger in Detroit, right? You seen Tony O. So we're gonna I saw, I make saw sure Tony <laughs> Orlando at uh, at the Andiamo, the uh, the Andiamo that was in Warren, Joe Vacari's place, and uh, yeah, Tony Orlando, Tony Orlando had had some great great. Uh, Great events at at Andiamo, which was a great supper supper club in uh, in the Detroit area. I think I mean I think it was big enough. It held maybe like eight hundred or a thousand people, and uh, man, it was uh, it was the thing. It was the place to be at. That's for sure. That is. Well, so I don't have awesome. to invite you, right, John? I don't have to invite you next time to go backstage and hang out. Tony comes in town a couple times a year. Yeah, it'd be Matter great. Fact, we, we need to all do dinner down there. Let's do dinner down there. We'll, we'll bring Tony on down there next time we're here, Derek. I'll get a hold love of you. It. That'll be great. Yeah, we love it. We love it. Love to have him at Andiamo at the D. I think he'd get a kick out of it. Yeah, yes, for sure. Love it there. Good deal. Thanks a lot, Derek. Appreciate it. Thanks. I'll see you around this weekend. Thanks a lot, guys. All right. Thank you. I know I say it every episode when we have someone cool, like this was one of my favorites, but this was one of my favorites. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just it's like we were saying, you know, he's just so down to earth, you know? He's so, he is so down to earth. What, John, we are blessed with these guests we get on this show, and Derek is, is one of them. Uh, he's a great guy, a regular guy you can go up to and hang out with, have a drink. He, yeah. Just now he invited he invited us to go to dinner with your dad at, at Andiamo, and, which is I love it. And uh, he's that kind of guy. I just, you know, I know that um, he's just, uh, I knew he was going to be a great guest here the first time. And this time also, he's got a great contest down there. And he's just, he's Mr. Las Vegas. I mean, there's three real powerful people that I can think of in Las Vegas. He's one of the three. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, all right, Bill Krakenberger, this was fun. Let's do it again next week. Uh, are you back in town next week, or are you still on the road? I am. Uh, am I back? <laughs> I don't know. It's yes. a mystery. Find out. Tune in next week to I'll find be out. In studio. Okay. In Very studio. good. All we'll right. see you next week, uh, and uh, we'll see all of you next week on Wisecracks. Wisecracks.